people, Wednesday night in the room podcast with a full house. I have, who do I have on here? I have Walter Smith, Catito, and Joey Gomez coming off a fabulous Friday night at Combat Zone 74 with their team, guys. Hey, welcome to the show. Got you both on at the same time. Last minute, man, we put this together and it looks great. Yeah, yeah I'm digging it, man. This is great. Thank you to Javier. Uh, I couldn't be more happy to have you guys. Uh, you're coming right off a, a great, great performance at uh, Combat Zone. The team did great, man. So uh, we need to talk about this because there was a lot of kids making uh, their debuts in there, and uh, they didn't they didn't disappoint. So uh, Walter, first of Travis and uh, and uh, Lars traveled to your camp, your gym there, and uh, you know they had a, a a few hours with you guys, man. How was the experience? And and did they treat you guys good? Were they rude at all? No, is that the um, Travis and Lars? They're a fantastic person. Like that was like was awesome. They're coming. Like uh, I think I think I think the reason all the kids perform so good is because the guy these guys just bring. Bring that extra energy in that room. <laughs> well, they do have a vibe about them. I mean, uh, they were very excited to go there. It was like last minute, and that's kind of what we do. We wing things over here at NewEnglandMMA.org. You call us, we're there. Joey, and, uh, you know, I know you messaged me uh, a little time, you know, a few days before Travis and Lars went down there, and... Uh, you know, Walter, you were asking, hey, uh, can you guys get some interviews with our guys? I didn't know you had a whole uh, a whole crew six years heading there, man. Man, Joey, to you, bro, how's it feel to uh, have a whole uh, a whole fight team behind you guys and uh, you know be able to to give that back to to the, to the youth? It's it's probably the most rewarding part of the journey. You know, what I mean, this far, I've got almost twenty years of experience fighting people and. I'm able to to pass it on to the guys that are coming up. And, you know, not so much that I'm trying to live vicariously through them, but I definitely get to right a lot of wrongs that I learned along the way. And, and you know, I don't want to say through them, but ensure that they don't make the same mistakes that I did, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, I think, I mean, geez, Walter, we Walter's been open. Uh, we've only been open less than a year. In less than a year... We've got, we had six people on New Hampshire's first card since COVID. Like, that's, that's crazy. You know what I mean? And some of our guys are picking it up so much, fa like, faster than the other ones. <clears throat> I don't want to say so much faster because that's exaggerating. But some guys are, are, are picking it up faster. And, you know, and, you know, some of our guys have only been with us eight, nine months. And they had their first, their first match. But uh, I'm sorry, their first, their first, you know, taste of competition and their first fight. But it just, it's proof that, I mean, if you step on the mats at our gym, you know, you're, you're going to be in for a good time and a hard workout. Yeah. And uh, that's exactly what these kids need. And uh, that's exactly what they look like they got and uh, learned in the, in that cage on uh, Friday night. It was a mix. You had uh, some kickboxing. And some MMA in there, guys. Um, as far as the team itself, you had six going in there. Uh, how'd the team do as far as, uh, you know, wins and losses? Go they, Walter. No, they did great. They're like, uh, I feel like I, 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 I feel like I'm talking for everyone. Nobody thinks we lost nothing there. Even the guys who didn't perform the best way. But uh, by, the end of the, by, the end of, by the end of the night, I... 
I have the feeling that nobody wants to fight us anymore. Do you know what I mean? They want to hurt us for a little bit. <laughs> What's funny, but uh, I feel like we won, like every single one. Like by the end of the night, again, we will return. Like nobody wants to fight us anymore. So um, that's kind of what we wanted. <laughs> well, it was wicked funny, Steve. Uh, during one of the fights, it was it was during Connor's fight. He was fighting the, the kid from uh, from Henzo's. I was he, he he got taken down in our corner, and I was like, oh, I gotta do something. I gotta distract this kid. I was like, it's all right, Connor. He's just gonna lay on top of you, bro. He's just gonna lay and pray. The dude looked up at me. He just kind of gave me the stink. I was like, come on, dog. Like, what, what do I? It's, we're in a fist fight here, like exactly. I mean, I mean, hey, I mean, if you're that close to your corner, you're gonna hear that stuff. And I believe that was his uh, his first uh, MMA scrap as well. So I mean, there's there's totally th- new things going on there. So Joey, you did give him, some, you did give him some experience. I mean, a little heckling in the in the you know the opponent's corner, man. So that that goes a long way, right? <laughs> so Walter, man, I had um. You know, Lars did a great, uh, great job taking some footage of the team. I just played uh, a little of, uh, of um, you know, fighters walk out and stuff like that, man. Is this the first time? I mean, I would imagine you had smokers and stuff, but this is the first time you guys, as far as a team, got to officially walk out, like a real formal walkout to the cage or, or to a ring, right? Well, was the first time that we were going... Uh, uh a show as a, as the magnitude of his combat song, you know, one of the biggest shows in New Hampshire. Uh, we did we did a smoker where we have seven guys fighting on it. Uh, I've been in the last eight years. Most uh, in the last eight years, most of the uh, my guys already have around three jiu-jitsu competition. Uh, everybody have at least two to three smokers. Uh, we've been competing. We've been doing it. We've been doing our thing, just like. I think nobody want to, like, in that point, nobody want to notice us. And now, it's no, it's no more reason to say, <laughs> to not notice us. You know what I mean? So, well, well, well <laughs> when Combat Zone came a calling, and uh, you know, I don't know how long before the show they came calling, and how long you guys got to get ready, but you'll let us know. When they came calling, did you throw six fighters at them right away, or did it was it kind of a gradual thing that? You know, oh, we got another one uh, if you need one. Like, how was it? Did you just throw six names and say, hey, match these for us? I think we started with, like, 11 names. Jesus! Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. We, ha- we wanted to put all 11 guys on there, but then we're like, nah. <laughs> That's a little overkill. I mean, they'd have to have two shows, right? like, like Cage Titans, like a day and night. And, you know, we can't have that back-to-back. That's for sure. So, like I say, we did we did the smoking where we have seven guys. So for sure, we we know we have the guys. We know the guys have the experience. Um, we know we we know we we was ready to the next step. Uh, and that's the goal, you know I me. Mean? That's the goal, especially like the experience that me and Joey having. That's the goal. As an amateur, we want to give it the more experience you can have. So when we get in pro, it's nothing new for us anymore. You know I me. Mean? And as as you're saying that, I'm showing a, a few old pictures of you guys and uh, Joey at Team Link. Now, you guys, I mean, we know still a family there and stuff like that. But what was the the thought behind the process of getting this uh, your your camp together and uh, doing kind of something separate? Was um was it just like because you had so many more people that wanted to get involved with, you know, that that whole kind of system? Uh 
no, so well, uh, some, I think no, everybody knows it's like uh, uh, me and Joy, we live a, around like an hour. Joy live almost hour and a half away for like uh, Team Link with Hoxie. Uh We was doing the drive and we always keep, we keep going doing the drive. Uh, Coach said is no more than love for us. Um, but, you know, it got a time where we was like the pandemic and everything was too, too, too hard to do. And we start like doing a, 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 our own thing more like in home. Um, that's what, how we start building the team. You know, think, Joy? No, for sure. Yeah. It was like the, the amount of time we spent traveling was always been something that's been so taxing, especially being from like Southern New Hampshire, you know, because it's either way, it's an hour and some change. And, you know, that's just travel time. Then you got whatever time you spend in the gym, you know, and then you've got, you know, the 30 or 45 minutes it takes you to calm down after, you know, 10 hard five minute rounds where you think you're going to throw up at the end of the session. Like, you got to give your heart rate a second to, before you jump in the car and, you know, you transform into dad or, you know, husband or whatever it is. And uh, so and I'm just going to elaborate a little bit more. So, like, we've always had talked about, like, the relationship that we've built with people over the years about, like, collectively pulling everybody together and, like, starting, like, a top team type of thing. And, you know, Joe Lozon kind of, took the bull by the horns by kind of getting all the guys together in Massachusetts and Rhode Island and all that area and kind of all gave them a place to train. But I mean, Lausanne's place is, it's like an hour and 40, an hour and 40 minutes away from us. So it's like, there's no reason with the amount of people that we've rubbed elbows with and with the evolution of the sport being what it is that we all shouldn't be training together as like a top team. And that's what we've been trying to do with, the different local gyms in the area, you know what I mean? And not just specific to New Hampshire, but, you know, Northern Mass too. Yeah, and as we see, I mean, there's a lot of familiar faces that you see in and out of, uh, you know, each camp there. I mean, like Lausanne's is always has their doors open for, you know, they have certain nights there when they have that hard sparring that, you know, a bunch of fighters like yourselves travel a couple hours to get that in. I mean, it's not an every night thing that they invite everyone there, you know what I mean? But there's certain nights that you can get, the best of the best in New England and so many fighters that are in fight camp getting ready for stuff that you can meet on a Saturday at Lausanne's or, you know, even if you go to Providence or the Pawtucket area, you know, Triforce has their own, uh, you know, sparring night on a Wednesday. Is that something you guys, I mean, I know you have a, a lot of young kids and up and comers uh, in your, in your arsenal there, but is that something that you're looking to do down a, down a line? Get, because, I mean, look at the, the knowledge between you two guys. I mean, you have your own place to do stuff. Is that something you're looking forward to, to maybe have people come uh, come through your camp and get some get some rounds? Not necessarily these elite fighters at this point, but some uh, new people that can get some scraps with uh, some newcomers you guys got that already have kind of that, that one or two amateur fights. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, 100%. That's, 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 that's our goal. Our goal is like we'll be able to, um, one, elevate the level on, on the, our area to bring elite athletes. Like our, our gym wants to bring elite athletes. We want to bring, uh, we want to be a powerhouse and we want to be an elite gym. We want to be, like Joy said in the first moment, a top team um, in New Hampshire. You know what I mean? Uh, um, try to give it more opportunities to all these young athletes that once they like we was was no was wasn't no available was hard to to do and so we had to go outwards to to, to fund it 
Now, I know I'm playing some footage. As you guys are talking, I'm throwing in all clips that Lars got from the show from your kids in there. Uh, you young men and ladies in there performing, dude. But, uh, you know, to go back onto the time it took you to, to go to Link and other camps, you guys are family men. Family man. You take your kids a lot to the gyms. I mean, they, you know, they train too. I mean, I've seen some of them little kids, uh, uh, you know, you know, boy and girls getting some pad work in with you guys. So they're always, that. I mean, that's part of their life too, the gym. So, I mean, it's hot on them to drive an hour and a half up and back. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know. This definitely is something that's not only going to help your team out, but yourselves. I mean, you guys are still, I mean, you might be retired, coming back, Joey, but you guys are still active fighters that can come back at any time. You know what I mean? So this kind of helps you out. I mean, does this help you in your own personal training as well? And, and you know, doing the things, I mean, you're making up three hours a day here and there on, uh, you know, driving. Yes, uh, the convenience of having your own spot to train at and is, you know, not quantifiable. You know what I mean? It's it's such a blessing, and you know, I I feel privileged to be able to be a part of that journey that that Walter's you know is, is spearheading himself. But uh, yes, and that is something else that's been kind of missing. And <clears throat> you know, when you start talking about our, our our plan, our business plan, or our, you know, gym mantra, Walter hit the nail on the head when he said, uh, we're building elite athletes. You know what I mean? This isn't, a, this isn't a, a mom and pop gym where we hand out belts and give, you know, participation trophies. This is a legit competition. Like when you walk into that door, there's Lars, Lars said something in one of his, in his, in his, uh, in his interview, he said the energy was palpable, right? And it is. It's just a different kind of energy when you come through the gym. But just because it's a competition gym doesn't mean that we're not kind and respectful and courteous to everybody who walks through that doors. And we also go out of our way to make people that aren't on our level. We still are. They're still training side by side with us. But we're lurk, We're working to uh, to our training partners to our training partners level. You know what I mean? Nobody's gonna be out there getting hurt. But so what? To, you what, know. To, Joey, sorry to interrupt you. One of the things that, like, I, I, me and Joey, we always been thinking uh, elite, elite training. Yeah, what that mean? People is like, oh, you have to be a balance. Elite training. I feel like even if you had to lose weight, yes, if you elite, like, if you want to lose weight, we, we will make you lose weight. Like, like, we will just give you the same thing. Elite athlete does, and and you go learning, and you go do, you go train as a professional. Um, imagine that. Like, why not be no reason to you to lose weight? Why not be no reason to you gain more confidence if you're doing the same thing that person in UFC or in Bellator is doing? Exactly, exactly. Now, as far as these, uh, you know, these kids that went in, I mean, you said what? You had up to, you know, a dozen or so that you threw in there as far as names. You had six go in there. How many were made that did they were all making their debut or was there no I I know the uh uh mention their names I know there was a couple of guys that you know were two and one or so in in MMA um uh, you know I think Amanda was yeah. uh was one and oh yeah, greatness go ahead name these people and how they did I mean I'm gonna play some video because I think <clears throat> I have video from every one of these kids I mean what was the highlight for you as far as coaches on some of these kids that were fighting. I mean, there was some wars in there. There was some really good battles. And, and like, what were some of the highlights that, 
you know, you guys can think of? You first, Walter. I, like I would say, so I would mention that first guy going there was Woods, Mike Jolicor. We call him Woods. Um, um, the kid is a monster. Woods. Woods. He's Panese. Um, they, uh, <laughs> they let us know he did, he did his first uh, jiu-jitsu tournament. He take a beating. Lost every single match. Come back the next the next tournament. Win, win every single match. Go to the smoker. Lost his first smoker. Come back to the second one. Win the second smoker. Like, this kid's a relentless. And he's getting... He's getting fine. What? <laughs> what do you say, Joy? Yo, soft. He's not soft at all. Homeboy's as homeboy's a gamer, and he's he's uh, he's advancing so quickly. And he's eighteen. <clears throat> and he's eighteen. <laughs> yeah, he's still growing, which is, yes. is the scary part. He come back. He come back to the gym. He was by eight. I think he's he. You know, he was by seven. And so, dude, you're like a five nine now. It's like, oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> hey, hey. As far as I mean, the kid, the kid Sweeney, that kid went Sweeney in there. Sweeney impressed yeah, me the yeah, most. Yeah, he went in there, and I mean, the look on his. I think I have his fight here somewhere. I have so much. I'm trying to figure out where's what every here, but um. He has some. He has some backing. Everybody was loving. I mean, he's got some backing behind that kid. When we interviewed him, uh, you know, he he grew up in the area there where the fights were. So I'm sure he had, uh, you know, the the house was rocking for that kid. And he went in there and uh, and you know a nice body kick to to end that fight, man. And I think who was which one of you was yelling out head kick or something like that? Was it you guys or was the other team? And then you know Sweeney kicked him right in the midsection. That was it. We were jelly for the kid for the body kick. That kid. Sit down with the stool and listen every single word we ask him. He going there and did it. Yeah. Exactly how we asked. We was like, huh, let's go talk to do this. And he go and boom, did it. Like, Joy, the body keeps talking. Let's go talk to do that. He go, boom, did it. Yeah. Like, perfect. Like, such a good listener. Like, he, like I say, he surprised us how good he was able to perform in, 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 in that moment. And I just played his video of his, uh, you know, his finish, and then uh, you know, a little celebration at the end, man. Uh, it, it's it's something. It's something that these kids and I mean, I can't hold call him a kid. That's a you know, he's a young man there, but they're kids to me. You guys are kids to me. I'm old as fuck, but you know what I mean. But to, 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 to see so the... who's next? The next the next fight was uh, Joe Peterson. Joe, Joe. Peterson. Joe yeah. Peters or Peterson? Peters. He's saying Pierce, I think, right? Yeah. Joe Peters. Joe Peters. Peters. Oh, Joe Peters. What what is yes. is he uh what is he? A two oh five was he one eighty five or two oh five? He's a big kid, right? He was two he was two hundred pounds. He walked only around two hundred pounds, but that that I never see a heavyweight have cardio for days. For yeah, dude, days. this kid's like some Cain Velasquez heavyweight cardio type of shit, bro. <laughs> like either his I I'd be curious to see what his VO two max like rec numbers are because this kid Either he's not building lactic acid or he just doesn't care. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking he's, savage. He's a savage. Keep go, 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 <clears throat> I even like I remember the first the first time I see his fight, he oh yo, I think he gonna get tired. Like he's like, I don't tire, coach. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't tire. That kid has energy for days. Um uh, he's going down to one one eighty five. Um again, he's nineteen. <laughs> yeah. That's what's just crazy to me is, is like, 
like we're 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 messing we're not messing with these guys' weight, but we're monitoring their you know the, their gym metrics every day when they come in, checking their weight, tracking it, you know, before practice, after practice, and like some of these guys are getting bigger just because they're not done growing yet. Yeah, you know what I mean, they're not going to stop growing until they're 25 years old. So we got to keep all of that stuff in mind when you're developing somebody, you know, from the ground up, which is what we what we have with our with our team, which is great. Those are going to be our homegrown guys. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of things I wanted to say about Joe, but let the record be shown that I'm, you know, I'm going to, me and Joe are going to be doing tons of powder work right now. And that kid's going to be a force to be reckoned with. He'll be top five in New England a year and a half. Nice. Right. Probably be looking, we're probably going to run out of people to fight here in New England here (laughs) within like two or three more fights. And we're going to either have to a go out to uh, tough enough in Vegas and see what we can get out there as an amateur maybe take one of those tough enough Vegas fights for him and have it be his last amateur fight and then have to go pro soon. Yeah, and how, uh, how old is he? 19. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, exactly. here's, here's another thing. Uh, Joe, you mentioned, you know, uh, that they're growing. They're putting on weight, just growing. And the more yeah. reps, the more reps, the more they get in depth with the MMA with you guys and, and just that they're going to grow just by that, just by, you know, the massive amount of reps and, and just that strength. I mean, God, uh, so he's, God, he can go up or down. I mean, depending on what, I mean, depending on what he wants to cut, the kid can fight out a couple of places. You know what I mean? The big exactly. white body, though. Hopefully he don't grow too much. Exactly. <laughs> well, guys, I want to talk a, a couple of more things before I, you know, get my next guest on. Who actually fought uh, one of your Mike Z- Zichelli guy? Which uh, I know you guys, you know, are, are really brothers with him, um, Drewy, which was a fucking spectacular fight. I'll have him on after. Uh, he you fought got... Joe. What's that? He fought Joe, Rainbow Joe. What? What's From his Kelly's gym? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I want to talk about that because, um, you know, you grew, you grew up fighting with uh with Mike, correct? In in that gym or or just being involved with that and you still are i mean you know everyone from that camp and i've i've seen you guys uh rolling there here and there right yeah we've done some cross training with zakelly in the past and zakelly's a good friend of ours uh you know both of us were in his wedding and you know we we've remained good friends through you know everything that's happened over the years between competition and you know him starting his gym and walter starting you know his gym and i'll go back and forth and you know meet up their guys and they come, well, you know, we cross train with some of their guys. They'll come up and they'll get rounds in with us. So again, it goes back to that top team mentality. Like we're trying to build something special. There's no reason why we can't get going on what mass has up in New Hampshire. You know what I mean? And just to, to diversify or, and you know, and they're not coming in and we're not, you know, trading secret techniques and fucking five finger death punches. No, we're coming in, we're getting work in, you know, we're being safe while we get the work in, but it's hard work. You know what I mean? And it's not for the faint of hearted. But like, you know, Matt Probin's coming down here soon. We've had uh, we've had uh, Dennis Piva up to the gym. We've had Jeff Joy come up. Uh, I think Ken Moy's going to be coming up soon. Try to get some rounds in with him Jake, and get a different Jake, look. Jake, Jake, Peter was Jake Pilla. No shit. You know? so, Great names. So we, it's like, we, we're talking with Ber- Tim Burgess a lot, too. Um, yes. Zakeli is growing so much too. He got, I'm pretty sure he got over 20 athletes in there. He got a, a lot, a lot of talents. He got a, 
Machine Kelly there. So, Chad oh, Machine yeah, Gun yeah, Kelly. Chad, man. Chad tearing it up on the jiu-jitsu circuit, man. He's, uh, he's uh, choking some people out there, getting him in some... Uh, his signature move. I I forgot what it is. Yeah, my, He's gonna my, kill me, but my brother always always being sneaky, always being sneaky. <laughs> but before we leave, I want to talk about Amanda. We have Amanda, and we have um, Amanda. This super good. She trained with us in Link, and now she's training training with us here in home, and she's doing good. She's doing she's doing perfect. Um, who else we have? We have Connor. Connor is our older student. He been with us for three years. Um, Connor lost a hundred pounds. Before he go in that cage, so my man is already a champion, um, and we have yeah. Jeff Reynolds who is training with me consistently now for the last three months. Um, we we will keep on going. I think that guy have so much potential, so much potential. And he will be something to talk really soon. Dude, uh, a bunch of names and a bunch of kids uh, performing. I mean, Friday night uh, put you guys. I mean. Not that your names are already on the map, but the gym, as far as what you're doing in there, you guys were like brewing some stew over COVID and over this time, man. And you brought out these like gourmet meals on Friday night, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> last... uh, we have this week, we have Julian Menchibari that keeps 150 pounds. My main move, like you can't keep fresh <laughs> so fast. So hey, hey, last thing before I let you go and give you a shout out. You got another kid fighting on uh, Neff. Not only, yeah. you know, one of yours, Nick Alley, will be fighting also uh, at Neff on uh, on Friday night. So back-to-back Friday nights, uh, cards here up your way, kind of. So let's talk about this kid you got going in on Saturday. I got his poster here. I'll throw it up. So, uh, you know, give this kid some, uh, you know, some support. And let's talk a little bit about him. Julian's nasty, Julian, man. He's... Yeah, he's a uh, he's gonna be fighting at one fifteen. He's about one fifteen. Mm. Uh, tiny. When I say tiny, he's just he, for his. He's a flyweight. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, and, I mean, talk technically, he's an animal weight. So, I think same thing with Julian. We're gonna get him. You know, athletic, good looking. You know, Latin. So we have that Latin market to break into. We have tough Latin America. And I've got my eye on one FC for Julian. I've got a couple of con. I have a, a contact or two that I'm gonna really push for. Um, give him a couple more years. But I mean, I think for his size, he could be a superstar overseas, no problem. Well, no problem. One fi- he has uh, everything he needs. One fifteen. Them lighter weights are pretty popular over there. So I mean, he's uh he's exactly. perfect for that. And you know, you got connections, and you guys uh, you know, giving him the reps and bringing him up. I'm sure uh. Big big things for this kid. Like the, you know, I'll be Kate's side watching him uh watching him Friday and uh listening to you guys in the corner. Hopefully he doesn't drag his opponent over there, man, and get heckled again. You know, but... <laughs> I will, I, don't worry, I will I will I will say nice things. <laughs> I won't. Uh, before too, I don't want to uh, forget like um we did we did we did have a uh Bella to debut. We was uh, forced to 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 have contacts in Bellator, and we we did um, we had Joe McNeil doing a, a Bellator debut under our gym. Uh, um, um, one ninety, he's two, he's one one zero, and his debut was in Bellator. Um, that was uh, what was that two months ago? If I'm not confused, but he's something else too. He's the people will start talking pretty soon, and like that we have. We have all the kids. We don't even have time. Like we have Christian, we have 
Spain, so we have so many other kids that are coming up. Um, we're so excited to see them shine. Well, well, Walter, you know, Lars is saying he's excited to get back to the gym and, uh, you know, talk to you guys again. Definitely, uh, you know, they're going to, I mean, Walter, I mean, not Walter, Lars and Travis are from that area. You got uh, two guys right there that can, you know, go back and forth and uh, talk to a lot of these gyms that you mentioned tonight, man. Get everyone play, you know what I mean? And then build up that northern section of uh, of New England and the fighters we got, you know, got up there, man. Especially, you know, the names. I mean, Nick, Nick Alley and uh, you guys from uh, the Team Link over there. They're like family to me. I started in this game with those guys. You know what I mean? Nick Alley was my first fucking interview, for God's sakes, when I, you know, when, <laughs> when I was interviewing, yeah. for, you know, interviewing for my, my Android. You know what I mean? It's fucking so... Uh, I remember you, 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 you did go to the gym once. You remember yeah. we were getting ready for training and yeah. all the things? Yeah. Who's, who's this that guy? Awesome. Who's in this that guy? Time, in, that, in that time, in that time, you didn't speak no English, so you're like, hey... Who's that yeah, guy? yeah, I I taught you English. That's what I did. I, that's my. <laughs> <laughs> if, hey, if anything, you don't want Domenico teaching anyone how to speak English, man, because I can't even speak. I can't even speak it correctly. So, hey, last thing, guys, man. Uh, you know, shout outs. I'm gonna be seeing you Friday night, and uh, you know, we'll be chatting there too. So, man, throw anything else uh you wanna want to throw out there before I let you get going. I, I go first, so my, my shout-out for, I want to shout-out Team Link, Coach Ed, who always support us. We don't, we don't be able to do what we do right now. It wasn't for him. Um, uh, we have Ben Center. is a really big supporter in our gym. Always support us. Um, we, uh, doc, uh, Dr. Port, the chiropractor, has always been me to the start. I cannot let my man behind. He's always there to us. And, you know, and every single person in my gym, we've been creating this big family, and everybody, every every single person, the kids, my family, my kid is there. My oh, by the way, my kid is thirty-five and old in BJJ. We're looking for some competition there. <laughs> hey, um, hey, maybe we can get a kids uh kids uh match in uh the the uh, Enigma tournament or something like that. Oh, He's he's jumping around. He wants to he yeah. wants somebody to interview him. <laughs> I was wait, I was waiting for him to rear naked choke choke you, man. I was looking for good TV. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to the other people. Um, um, yeah, I appreciate Domingo what you're doing to us, and thank you to give to give you uh, this space for us. Like it's it's big, it's big. Thank you. You're welcome, my man. Anytime, uh, Joey. Uh, last send us off. Yeah, just same thing. You know, shout out to all the uh, the local gyms that we've been cross training with, uh, Team Link, uh, the guys over at Zakelli's Fitness, uh, all the guys over at uh, the National Pal. Always give those guys some love when we get some boxing in, uh, and then you know, follow, make sure you follow us at uh, KTA Academy or KT Academy, and then uh, Gomez the first on Instagram. Awesome, my man. I have uh, both of those up here, uh, both handles, so people can see that i got your logo so guys man uh you're on the map and i couldn't be any more excited for you guys another gym to cover a bunch of new talent to interview i'm gonna be so fucking busy because you got six guys and girls that i get to talk to while uh mma is kind of on the hi hiatus and they're getting ready for what's next so guys thank you so much for coming on man i know it was last second but we got it going, man. We got it all in here. And uh, yeah. And we made it happen. We right? made it happen. But next time I get you guys, man, you're going to be here in live and we're going to be talking and uh, sitting around the round table just uh, shooting the shit. Absolutely, man. All right, my man. Absolutely. You have a good night, bros. You too. Later. Take it easy, man. Take it.
awesome. All right. It's, um, I got to find it. I got to find it. There we are. All right. Uh, I got to get all this stuff off and then it's time to get Drewy in here. Uh, let me just get all that shit out of there and get Drewy's stuff up there. Look at how, um, where are you? Where are you, buddy? Where are you? Oh, there you are. All right. Get that. That. What else we got? That. What else is in here? No, we don't want that. We don't want that. All right. I think I'm ready for Drewy. Where is he? I'm asking him if he's ready, but he's been ready for like 20 minutes. Drewy was supposed to come on like 20 minutes ago, the poor kid. He's like, fuck yeah. All right, here we go. See what happens here. Awesome. Oh, don't we answer. Oh, there he is. How do I uh, accept that? Oh, all right, right here. All right, I got it. Joey! Hey, Steve, my friend. What's How are you? Man? Give me a second. I got to put your handsome face on the screen here. Uh, I just, I black you out in case you're naked or something. I don't know what's coming out of you, kid. And we're going to talk yeah. about that. There you are. There's the handsome devil right there. Joey, I understand hey. you just got out of training or whatever. So uh, if you're on the road or whatever, let's not crash on your way home or anything like that. But I, I pulled over, my man. All I'm right. ready. It does make good, you know, good TV and live broadcast if you do kind of like sideswipe somebody and take off or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. My man, welcome to the show, bro. Oh, man, it's good to be on the most prestigious show in New England MMA. Dude, man, I didn't know you from, you know, a stranger on the, the street. I still don't know you. We're gonna, I'm going to get to know you here. But you fought at Neff. I know you train with Regiment, and we'll get your history of where else you've been and where you still are and all that. But you put on a fabulous damn show on Friday night for your uh, debut there. I know... Uh, the kid you went against was game two, came out a split decision decision in your favor, dude. But that was, uh, you know, as far as what I could see and what Lars told me, he was there filming and covering the show. That was uh, a fight that blew the roof off the place, man. How do you feel about the whole experience? Oh, man, I couldn't be more proud because that's like a fight, a fight of my dreams. You know, my favorite fighters, guys like the Diaz brothers, Chris Matinu. So I just, to be in a fight like that where we're pushing each other, going back and forth, was a dream come true, man. Well, Joey, I got a, I got a bunch of stuff here on you as far as like some clips and uh, some pictures and stuff that we're going to go over and uh, a little bit of training camps you've been in. And I mean, you've been everywhere, dude, as far as jiu-jitsu and you're a popular guy. Like, I yeah. mean, I mean... I looked at your Instagram. I stalk when when I'm gonna get someone on the show and I don't really know them. I learn them from their Facebook or their Instagram. Your Instagram, man, I stalked that for a good two hours on my you know my lunch. Oh, my lunch is in two hours. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> but dude, man, you are uh, you're a class act, and you got a uh, you got a pretty good gig uh, uh, going for yourself, man. Let's talk about this journey, man. Uh, it looks like jujitsu was the way you were 
going and you mixing it up now? What's going on? Yeah, so I was training under Tim Burrill, Jimmy Connors, all those guys, Damon Smith forever. Um, all of my 20s, just jujitsu, competing. But uh, when COVID hit, there wasn't really any jujitsu to do. Um, right before it as well, I was starting to feel like maybe I wanted to do some pro wrestling, things like that. But uh, once the, the training options were off the table, there wasn't much for me to do, but my buddy hit me up, asked me if I wanted to do some boxing, hit some pads, did that. He, he dragged me into sparring with him. He dropped me with a liver shot, and then I was, I was hooked since. <laughs> so him and Tim Burrill told me to go over to regiment and start training. So then I went right over there about a little over a year ago and just went all in. And as I know, uh, I was just at Tim's uh, not too long ago, buying a ticket off Jorgen for um, for his fight. Uh, and I ran into Ace there, and uh, I've been to so many jiu-jitsu tournaments where I've seen, you know, a couple of Tim's guys in there. And uh, Ace is a really, uh, Adrian is a really cool kid, uh, guy, young gentleman right. there. Uh, so I know a couple of people there, and the gym's not too far. It was literally 10, you know, seven minutes from my work. I work at the, the post I can't say that post post office downtown, <laughs> but um, so them yeah, gym, right in Providence, yeah, yeah, so them gyms are affiliated. But I've seen you everywhere training with kind of like you were at Triforce, and I know they're all kind of connected. But yeah, you know, you've been around a, a ton of high level coaches as far as like you're bouncing around here. The knowledge that's going through that head, man. Uh, how's that feel to just have all that backing you and and bringing you along? It's great, man. I'm always, I'm always just looking for the best people. What they do the best, I just try to pick their brain. You know, uh, Triforce. I was over. I was teaching some gi jujitsu over there, and I would train with the guys like Spice Lee and Chuck O'Neill, um, soaking up whatever I could. I remember I had seen you there one time. Uh, I was with my man Dion Rubio oh, over that's there. My guy. That's our guy, man. Was I, uh, what was I doing? Just coming to visit, doing an interview, or did I actually have a gi on and fake I was doing something? I think you were just visiting. I didn't see the gi, right. the gi on you. I do, um, hey, I do own a Triforce gi. I have to say uh, that. I've only been in it probably a dozen, a dozen, a dozen times, but I've been there and I've rolled with some of them killers in there. Hey, respect to anybody <laughs> putting on the gi. That's like, <laughs> That's like being in the gi is like being in mama's arms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the womb. That's the, home. The womb. Dude, so I uh I'm I just flashed through your Instagram for the people here, dude. You you mentioned professional wrestling or or dude, you do have I mean, the stuff that's on your you people I just showed their Instagram. You, they gotta go to your Instagram, man. It's it's a plethora of uh shout outs, of self promotion, of uh achievement. Jiu-jitsu, everything, dude, man. What's up with the professional wrestling? Is this something that you grew up with? Because you have a knack for it. I mean, you could be a ring announcer. You could do kind of anything. You're not afraid to scream out what's on your mind. That's for sure. Listen, man, I grew up in the Attitude Era, brother. <laughs> Don't call Steve Austin, The Rock, Brett the Hitman, Generation X. You know how many times me and my friends got suspended for school doing the sucking at recess? What, what grade was this in school at recess? Were you fucking fifth grade, uh -huh. sixth grade? Or you have a recess at like ninth? It's, 
yeah. eating your pop tarts at night in the morning. Yeah, elementary school. <laughs> I guess uh, no, no lie. I once, I once seen a kid hit another kid with a pedigree in a uh, recess, right on the pavement. Triple H's finisher. Hey, nowadays kids are dangerous. I, like, I mean, YouTube was probably just coming out when you were a kid, so you guys were getting all the like learning all that shit. Like, I mean, that's probably. Thank, thank God there was not video phones most of the time <laughs> I was growing up, man. I'd be in trouble. DCYF all over that fucking schoolyard. That's yeah. for sure. So, dude, my man, uh, listen, you've had a couple of looks. I'm gonna show a picture here. That's what I used for the to, to you know promote you coming on the podcast. Dude, you had the best dreads, not dreads, or the best locks on the jiu-jitsu match. What happened? Did you donate them for something or lose a bet or what's going on? No, what happened, man, was they were the most luscious locks in the game. I would hear I would hear men in the shadows grumbling enviously. All the women, I'd see them starry-eyed looking at me, the wind blowing through my hair, but... When I decided to commit myself to being a martial machine, a human weapon, it was just a, it was a liability. Now, all right. A liability. Now, I could see that happening. Was guys, like, pulling on your hair during these jiu-jitsu matches here and there? Was it, you know, it gets stuck between a, you know, a a triangle choke or, or, you know, a wrap around their leg and you can't get out or something? It was actually, it was some pretty good defense in jiu-jitsu. People go for a choke, their hands get tangled up in the hair. But jiu-jitsu, you can be a bit more pretty. But when I got the gloves on, I'm throwing them things, the hair starts to come down the eyes, and I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Dude, I have the official reason why you cut your hair. I'm going to play that video. They're not going to be... I, I got it on loud, so I think it's like a 20-second video. So I'm going to play everyone that at home because, I, like I said, I stalked his Instagram, and I found out the truth while Drewy, True Beast, cut his hair. So we're going to play that clip real quick right now. Everybody wanted to know what happened to my hair. Well, I'll tell you. Some of the leading scientists in the world came knocking at my door, calling me the human antibody, saying my hair was the only chance we had at a vaccination. Everybody wanted to know. (laughs) Well, there you have it, man. You're saving the world. Vaccine right there, brother. That is the truth. Screw this jujitsu stuff, hair getting in your way of boxing, man. You're saving the world. Let's talk about it. Where'd the hair go? Did they manufacture it into a you know, put a little DNA here in each vial. What's going on with this? I don't know what they did with it, man. All I know is I couldn't let COVID take all my honor. It couldn't be taking everybody out when I'm coming to take them all out. (laughs) All right, my man. That's why you have to look at this guy's Instagram. I'm going to stalk it for another two hours. But, dude, let's get to this fight. And then uh, we'll get really quick to uh, what's coming up for some of your boys that you've been rolling with. But, dude... You know, Laz, uh, Laz, my man right here, said, fight of the night. He goes, his hands looked awesome Friday night. Crazy to think he's gra- he's a grappler and only been striking for a year. The way you were in there, dude, I mean, the jabs and just your, I mean, your length and your, that definitely helps you out, man. And you use that, man. I mean, you look great in there. I mean, both of you kids look great in there. The head movement 
everything, dude. Like, where did are you like where this come from? Are you just a sponge, or were you just getting your ass kicked and uh, you know you had to defend yourself and learn quick? Um, I just I just trained with real good guys. I I get around, man. I went to regiment. They taught me a ton. I'm training with the best guys over there. I was going to the Fall River PAL, learning some boxing. Um, I was going to punishment striking systems, learning some boxing. I, I fell in love with the boxing, so I just did it every day. That's it. Nothing else to it. Now, uh, a show I'm sorry I missed that. I've been to a few. A smoker, You, uh, I got some footage that I stole off you here. Um, Gillette, Gillette Smoker, did you fight at that one? Yeah, yep, that, I did a, a Muay Thai fight. And uh, you were doing, I mean, your kicks too, all that good stuff, man. Uh, you're throwing it all together, man. Uh, Brian Raposer over there, Regiment, man, he's uh, he's doing wonders with you. How's it feel to uh, train with those guys? I mean, now you're deep in the MMA, uh, getting, you know, everything, you know, well-rounded with everything. How's it feel to just be in a fight camp with all these killers that are constantly in training camp? Man, it, it's amazing. It it feels natural for just me all the time and, and getting ready for some, but being in regiment there, there's a magic in regiment. They've got, uh, the, the team's like a family, you know, you got Jorgen in there. He's like a big brother to everybody. He's just a force of positivity, optimism in there. You see him in there and it uplifts everybody. You got Mitch, you got Chris Matinu, you got Aaron. Aaron's always motivating everybody working hard. It's, it's a family in there. Ryan Lavoie, my boy Carter, he's an amateur as well. We're in there banging it out every day. It's uh, they they got a they got a they got something special in there, you know. So it's uh, it feels great to be a part of it. Excellent. I speaking of Aaron, I spoke to him today. He was cutting weight, and uh, we spoke a little bit about you that you would be on tonight. So he was excited. He's probably I don't know what he's doing right now, but um, look, I, good for that kid. You know, I've been watching Aaron since God his first or second amateur fight. He's come a long way, uh, well-rounded. He's got a lot of experience under his belt, and now he's fighting for CES. Uh, can't wait to see him Sunday, man. Um, you mentioned you were at camp or training. Were you at a regiment training, or were you uh, somewhere else tonight? Yeah, yep, I was at regiment tonight. Uh, them guys yeah. uh, them guys all down there tonight, or were they doing kind oh, of— Yep, they're all down there. Like, yeah, it was uh, a packed house. How's, um, what do they got, three or four going in Sunday? Four. Now, we got Pat McCrofin, we got Jorgen, we got Aaron, and we got our guy KG. Now KG's the one that I missed the poster on. What's his uh what's his full name? Um I'm not totally sure. I I've just been calling him KG. Oh well, that's He's good enough. Here. I didn't uh, see, I didn't see a poster on him, so I couldn't you know I couldn't find it, but I do have a poster of the other guys I'll throw up uh while we're uh talking here. Uh, but dude, man, you not only have you had your own training camp, you have to uh, help these guys get ready for their training camp. It's not done yet, man. We when your training camp was over, these were guys were still uh, sparring hard, man. How'd that feel when you had to kind of wind it down a little bit while these guys were still revved up, you know, to get ready for your fight? It's tough, man. It's definitely tough, especially once you you're in the gym and you just want to get wrapped up in uh, in all the training. But those guys. Great, they're really responsible and look out for me as well. Especially my man Aaron. I can't say enough about Aaron. He looks out for everybody in the gym. He, especially with me, he's cornered me and all my all my smokers. He cornered me at Combat Zone. Like you said, he's been around the block. He's 
he's got a bunch of fights so he knows about it emotionally mentally too like what fighters go through so it feels great to have him uh by my side you know and looking out for me excellent my man well let's get to this fight a little bit about your perspective of it and uh how you felt because like la said fight of the night your hands look great uh your opponent's hands look great i think he was he's uh only 19 or 18 or 19, a young kid making his uh, debut too. But you guys, I mean, you look like you're in there a few times already, man. How did you feel in there and, and just how was the experience? Because looking at your Instagram, even, you know, when you had to fight through some adversity there, you were proud of yourself and posting that stuff. So let's talk about, you know, your thoughts on the fight and how you felt about the overall performance. I, I loved it, man. I'm 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 super happy about the whole thing. I'm really happy the way it went. How it was a tough fought match. It was uh, it went the distance, so I get to have all that information to look back on to improve. Um, a ton of things I want to work on, but the whole thing was perfect. You know, it's uh, even when I got I got dropped, it's like. To me, I was I was still in it. Like looking back at it, I watch it again. I got hit in the fight. I'm like, oh shit, he hit me good. But then, but I don't realize. Like I'm like, all right, I'm good. But I watch the tape. Like my legs are still wobbly as I'm getting up and I'm um hitting them and all that. I know the announcer said so. I'm like I'm pretending that I'm I'm okay. <laughs> I thought I was okay. I was, you know, but. Well, well, you you had that instinct and uh, you know the to grab that leg and uh, you know try to advance and I mean you got up and you know it is what it is, man. Uh, you fought through adversity and it was kind of a payback because you uh, you dropped him and gave uh, him a little wobbly legs in the in in that same fight, man. And you can't ask for more than that. And you guys battled back and forth, and you both I mean split decision and man, you're going into hostile territory. You were the only fighter from regiment and. You know, that's Kelly's kid right there, and they're from the area. Kelly was actually in a jiu-jitsu, uh, you know, match in the fight, man. How'd that feel, like, when they're, you know, when the crowd stopped, oh, when the, when the decision was read? Even, even when they were first announcing me, the crowd was all for me. <laughs> you know, but I take it personal. I know he's the hometown boy. It's all good. I didn't take that personal. I'm, you know, I'm happy to have shared the experience with them. We put on the show together. You know what I mean? Um, I talked to his coach. I talked to him after. Like they were, they were great, cool guys. Um, so you know, we'll we'll have that forever together. That we we debuted together like that. You know, I didn't take it personal. I know if we were in my hometown, it'd be the same thing for me. You know. Well. I'm playing the decision right now because, you know, I've been to Combat Zone and, uh, I mean, it was their first card back and it was a sold-out house. And, the, you know, the way Laws described and looking at the video, man, the crowd was electrifying in there, man. I would imagine it's the biggest crowd. I mean, you fought some big jiu-jitsu tournaments, but the crowd is different compared to MMA. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could get bottles and cans thrown at you and that you know i'm just no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. but you, you you know what i mean like in a hostile area man what was that feeling totally. like what was that feeling like just to have that that thunderous energy you know all focusing on you um yeah it it's it i have done a few fights to wins uh for jiu-jitsu so i've had like that's a pretty big production uh, it's a pretty big crowd but this was like the crowd is obviously they're 
they're way more hype for this. You know what I mean? So, and there was more people too. It was, I don't know how many people there. It seemed like there must have been like 2,000 people there to me. It was, it was a lot. But, um, but once you're, once you're making that walk to the cage, it's like you're locked in. It's, it, it becomes a more intimate moment between you and the opponent because you guys are the ones locked in there. So I could hear some oohs and ahs, but I'm like, I'm trying to listen for my coach's voices, which is hard enough to hear as well through everything. So, um, and you know, because the first one, uh, I do have experience competing. So, you know, I can stay a bit calm, but still it was pretty chaotic, you know? Well, uh, my friend, great performance there. I mean, not only, you know, MMA, but, you know, past jiu-jitsu and stuff. What's, you know, these are, this is the, like, the last weekend, a real, the hard push of uh, MMA events as far as regional. There's one more in November, kind of in Springfield, uh, on the 19th, I do. But, you know, you guys got the, the team going in on Sunday. What are you looking forward to? Like, what's uh, the rest of your year? I mean, are you looking to get into a... Uh, maybe a smoker, get them hands, uh, you know, working again, jump into some jiu-jitsu competitions just to keep that, you know, the, the level of uh, fire in your brain going until that next MMA fight. What's 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 going on with you in the future, near future? Yeah, totally. Right right now, first thing first, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting the lipstick eye surgery, so I'm going to get my, my vision corrected. I'm going to go take a trip down to Brazil. I got some girls waiting for me down there, so I got to go take care of them. When I come back, I'll start getting a couple smokers, a couple jujitsu matches. If there's any black belts out there who want a super fight, I'd be willing to take that. And uh, then looking probably spring to get back to uh, MMA. Excellent. I mean, well, you have a fan here now that's going to be watching you, waiting to get an interview with you the next time we hear something. Hopefully, you know. And you're an official true beast there, <laughs> yeah. brother. I'm a true beast fan, that's for sure. But, you know, there's, I've been covering some jiu-jitsu tournaments, and I've been getting into that, uh, you know, doing a lot of that. And I'm, I'm loving the, the, the atmosphere there. So maybe I'll uh, run into you one of those before your MMA fights, and we can uh, chat and, you know, shoot the shit there. Maybe do a tag team on somebody or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, they are ready for that, man. They are ready. <laughs> well, last thing, my they man. put we... a gi together. Yeah, Woo. forget it. The colors, the colors are like fucking. We don't even know what's gonna be going on there with that. I I can't wait to whip out that Triforce gear again, man. It's fucking fabulous. It's shiny and everything. (laughs) Hey brother, as far as Sunday, man, what's gonna be your job? Uh, You gonna be helping them rat corner? You gonna be uh, you know, warming them up? What's your job Sunday? My job is going there. I'm drinking beers and I'm cheering on my teammates. That's it, brother. You're sitting in the crowd. Then we'll be going to the after party, Miller's Crossing in Cranston. That's where me and my brother work. We're going to be putting down beers all night over there. Now, wait a minute. I'll go back to that. I'll go to that Miller's Crossing in one minute. But just to let you know, Drewy, I will be in the crowd. I will be a fan there because CES doesn't like me as a media guy. So I bought, uh-huh. a, t- I bought a ticket to go as a fan. But Travis and Lars will be there covering the show, Cage Side or wherever they put them. Um, so I'm going to be drinking beers with you, my brother. So we're going to be, uh, living the highlights. Dude, there's going to be fucking selfie for days out of us too. fucking come Sunday, my man. (laughs) You know how I cut, you know how I, I cut this fight. I switched out Miller highlight for Jameson. That's how I, five pounds. All right. 
Last question or last thing I want to talk to you before I let you go give you shout outs. You said Miller's Crossing. Do you know I was born and raised and still live in Cranston? No kidding. Yeah, I fucking Miller's Crossing. Uh-oh. I I I knew that place when it opened up. When uh, did you like I knew the owner. I don't know if he came from Twin Oaks or like I I've I hung out. I grew up with all the people from Twin Oaks and the way it is and Man, Cran- oh, wow. Cranston and uh, Warwick Line is my stopping ground. So fucking, you know. Are you from Cranston? Where are you from? I'm a Warwick guy, but that, that's why it feels like just talking to one of my people. Dude, I lived in Connecticut. I was actually a mailman. I was probably a Keep mailman. <laughs> Dude. <Keep> <laughs> Fucking Connecticut! I was a Connecticut guy, man. Oh, let's go. I'm Gatsby Point. I be, you know, the Gatsby hitters. Let's go, man. But Fucking Gatsby still. Day. Gatsby Day Parade, man. Fucking, uh, you know, yeah. mini, uh, mini Mardi Gras in Cranston, bro. Yes, sir. Me and the Gatsby militia used to be running around there. We'd go out to Seaville, meet up with the homies. Awesome, my man. Fucking, I, you know... My, we got to talk, bro. I probably know the same people you know, or your brothers, or fa- I probably hung out with your dad. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Drewy, my man. I'm going to see you Sunday. We're going to have a couple of beers. But till then, man, uh, throw out shout outs, anything you want to get, uh, get out there. I'll let you get going, my man. Hey, man. Well, I just want to let all the true beasters know if you like a heart of ice and you like balls the size of cantaloupes and hands like stone. Then keep tuning in to the true beast, baby. The true beast. Thanks, Steve. Hey, my man. I that's that's why I knew we connect. Not only that you are from the Warwick area, I had some luscious locks in my heyday too, brother. No kidding. And let me tell you, I'll I'll send you a picture. And the reason why I had to cut them off is because. My kid was starting kindergarten, and I didn't want to scare the other people, and and then people start to talk about me. Who's the hippie guy dropping off the five year old? I was like, all right, that's it. It's gonna go off. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and my son went to Warwick. I forgot what school it was, but it was fucking. It was it was Warwick. I said, I can't be bringing my son looking like fucking Alice Cooper. Hey, when I start when I start growing my hair back out, though, I'll let you know you start growing yours. Dude, too. it's coming. Look, this is the long it's been in like five years. It's coming. Believe no. me. No. <laughs> All right, Julie, uh, I got your social media up here. You're popular as fuck on Instagram. Uh, Facebook sucks, so we don't fucking care about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> man, I'll see you Sunday, brother. And uh, first beer's on me. All right. Awesome, man. Second round's on me, brother. All right. You have a good night, man. And uh, nice talking to you, getting to know you, bro. Great to talk to you, man. Take care. Well, there you go, man. That was fucking awesome. That was good stuff right there. Uh, Dewey Yaden. I didn't even say his last name. Uh, But I don't even think I fucked it up. Um, But awesome. Dewey was awesome. Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. Yeah. uh, Joey Gomez. Sorry. And, uh... Walter Smith Cotito were awesome. Last thing I want to say before I get going, because I'm wearing this to Cage Titans on uh, Saturday. Um, I'd just like to give a big shout-out to, and um, these people are important, so uh, listen up. Uh, Operation Vet Now, organization that's helping veterans Giving back to veterans, Connor Matthews, who will be fighting at Cage Titans on Saturday. He is a representative of theirs. 
And Sean Lally, the unpredictable one, is a representative of theirs. And uh, they are both veterans themselves in Connor Matthews and Sean. So there it is. They sent me a shirt for the support because, uh, you know, every time Connor I, and him and I interview, uh, he mentions them because it's a very big cause for him that he's, uh, you know, supporting. And I want to do the same for them. And they sent me a shirt. And I love it. I will be wearing it Saturday at Cage Titans. Both shows. So this is my attire right here. So with that said, thank you so much, guys. They gave me some wristbands. Uh, I'm gonna. They gave me three. I'm going to give two out at the show. So this one's mine. You cannot have it. So with that said, thank you guys so much. Thanks for the support out there. We will see you Friday at Neff. We will be doing a pre-show, hopefully an hour before the show starts. I do believe the show starts at 7. So we'll be doing a pre-show about a half hour, around 6. Um, and we have our new NewEnglandMMA.org member, our new media member that will be joining the team and doing the pre-show with us. And we'll be introducing her to the team. She'll be doing interviews, uh, you know, when MMA starts up again in the new year. She'll be joining me on the podcast, doing some co-hosting, and maybe we'll be doing our own podcast together, or maybe she'll be doing our own podcast on her own for New England MMA. We don't know. There's lots to talk about and so much going to happen in the future for us. So thank you so much for everyone tuning in tonight. I am going to have a beer and get ready for the weekend. So with that said, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you, Drewy. Thank you, Walter. And thank you, Joey. We out.